This is DWMOD, and I'm your host, Mikey Wilson, as always. And it's time to disagree with me or don't on the NCAA tournament, guys. We got Andy St. Clair in the house, as always, and we're going to try to put some money in your pocket. Let's go. This is DWMOD. As always, I'm your host, Mikey Wilson. Stay with me now. Hey, the Pistons are scrappy, but it's quickly looking like we got all our balls in that lottery bag. Down! Hut! 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 Hey, it's 2023, and they still haven't put Sweet Lou Whitaker in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Knock it off. Ready? Aw, Lions fans drinking that Kool-Aid Super Bowl! Hey, disagree with me or don't. That's how it works. Hut! Hut! For everybody that was laughing at Dan Campbell, he has delivered everything that he has promised. And now the NFL world is bathing in the grit and drinking the Kool-Aid of the Detroit Lions. The man is the coach of the year. Everybody's up in arms about a college football playoff expansion. Make it 8, make it 10, make it 16, it doesn't matter. In five years, the two super conferences known as the SEC and the B1G will have their own individual playoffs, and those two teams will meet in the college Super Bowl. Bet on it. Hey, disagree with me or don't. That's how it works. All right, everybody. Hey, it's that magical time that comes but once a year. It's March Madness, and we're ready to go. You got your brackets. You probably got them all filled out, but let me tell you what. You can always go back on those websites and edit them. You can always go back on your sheet and make some changes, and when you get done listening to us today, you just might do that because you know we got our resident Vegas gambling advisor, specialty guru, master, Andy St. Clair is in the house, and he's going to break some things down for us, and we're going to talk it out. So let's get him on here. And get this thing rolling because there's going to be some disagree with me or don't happening right about now. Welcome back to the show. As always, our main man, Andy St. Clair. And when he's on the show, guys, you know what's happening. You know we're looking for some insider Vegas information. And we got the NCAA tournament coming. So, I mean, where do you want to dive into this thing, brother? Where do you want to start with putting some money in some people's pockets? Well, let's start with, Mikey, let's start with, um, let's narrow down the field of teams that we think are just going to win it, right? Because you want to pick a winner right off the gate. Yeah. Yeah, okay? I'm with you. So I got a few things for you I want to read to you, and uh, let, let's see where, the, where this hits you in, in your bracket, all right? All now, right. first up, uh, since 1993, so 30 years of data tells us this information, 100%, 100, Mikey, of the national champions have made their conference tournament semifinals. What? Here, here, yes. Here is a list of those teams that did it this year. Wow. We got about 25, and I'll do it quickly. One of these 25 is going to be your national champion. Right? Now, hold on. Before you name them, before you name them, I'm not going to guess or anything because that wouldn't be fun for everybody. I just I want to take a minute to let that sink in. I would have never in a million years guessed that. Number yeah. one, I would have never guessed that 100% of them have made their conference semifinal. And number two, I would have never guessed there's 25 of those teams in this thing this year. Well, yeah, you know, I also saw a stat where no national champion has ever lost in the first round of their conference tournament. No net, okay. we've never had that national champion. So I guess, you know, it makes sense that if you, you know, good teams are going to, you know, like the Bamas, the Kansas, you know, those teams are going to, get farther they're gonna also have a little bit of a edge right they're not playing the first few days they play from the quarterfinal i guess so really all they can do is beat that number eight team yeah i guess i guess so i guess that's probably how it works now if you break it down like that i get like the first thing popped in my mind was like nc state they made it to yeah but they did they made it to the acc championship game that year and lost to virginia and all that but anyway hey let's hear the 25 here's your 25 teams uh uh here they are well i'll I'll just randomly here we go gonzaga alabama duke texas arizona state texas a&m st mary's iowa state kansas indiana xavier miami houston penn state virginia tcu Memphis, UConn, Creighton, Arizona, Marquette, Missouri, UCLA, and Purdue. Eliminate everybody else. That, there you go. There's your 25. <laughs> One of those 25 teams is going to win this. So 
automatically when you're doing your bracket, you know, make sure you have one of those 25 teams in the yeah. final as your champion. So if my math is right, we've already eliminated 60% of the field just about. We just did it right there. They just did it. I got another one for you. All right. All right. And yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep making it smaller. I'm gonna keep making it smaller. I love it. Uh well, here's I'll give you a random stat. Hundred percent of the national champions since 1997 are located east of Lawrence, Kansas. Lawrence, Kansas, East, 1997. The last West West Coast team to win the title. I'm gonna guess UCLA. Arizona, 1997. Oh, damn, Arizona. Arizona. Miles Simon team. So there you go. So all right. So now you got your 25. Now you know you're going from Lawrence, Kansas, East. So by that rationale, by the way. We're getting rid of Arizona, UCLA. Uh, we're getting rid of uh, Arizona State, Gonzaga, and St. Mary's. So we're now we're down to like 19 teams. Okay. All right. Okay. One more. Two more, baby. All right. All right. Let's whittle it. Whittle it. 100% of national champions since 2002 have both have been both a top 40 Ken Palm offense and top 22 defense. Now, you know Ken Pomeroy? Yeah, Ken yeah. Pom, like the stats, you know, KenPom.com, great. You know, like if you're ever looking to just kind of dig into some college basketball, Ken Pom's always a great spot to do it. You know, stats. I, yeah. I see this year that's a big thing with uh, what level of Ken Pom teams you've beaten or lost to, you know, level two, level three, level four. So, okay, right. who's in that Who's in that ballpark? Now we got we got seven. We got seven. Okay. There they are. UCLA. Now we already know they're probably not going to win They're on the West Coast. Yeah, the West Coast. <laughs> Kansas, Yukon, Houston, Creighton, Alabama, and Texas. Those are the seven teams okay. that uh, are in both the top 40 Ken Palm in offense and top 22 in defense. Okay. All right. Now, here's, a, here's another wild one. I'm going to give you one more wild one. Uh, just to, uh, this one kind of blows my mind. It's uh, to me, this one is so random. This one. Okay. 100%. That is a one zero zero Mikey okay. of national champions since 2004 were ranked top 12 in the week six poll <laughs> since 2004, 18 years. A national champion was ranked in the top 12 of the week six poll. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Who'd that leave us with? You want to hear the 12? That, that leaves us with 12 teams? This is the 12, by the way, that were ranked this year in at week six. In week six. Okay. In order, one to 12. Purdue, Virginia, Yukon, Alabama, Houston, Texas, Kansas, Arizona, Arkansas, Baylor, and the last one, Duke. So at this point, we got Bama, Houston, Texas are the only three teams, if I'm not wrong, that have landed on every one of these lists. So far. So far. I'm keeping up. I think I'm keeping up. There's, so yeah. there's three teams left. Yeah. And by the way, here's another one. Past five champions by the way, have all been number one seeds. Oh, man, that's got it. Boy, that can't get six in a row, can it? Right. I mean, last year, you would have said they can't get five. Yeah, yeah, I would have. I would have. <laughs> mm -hmm. okay. Oh, man. So those are, I'm going to give you one one I just saw, and this came from Ken Palm himself, uh, and I thought it was interesting um, because they were talking about a certain team. Okay, so Ken Palm tweeted this out. By the way, those stats I got online, Twitter, whoever made those stats, I apologize. I didn't write your name down. I just thought they were interesting, and I, I took them all down for you. All uh, right. Here we go. Ken Palm wrote this today on Twitter. In the 64-team era, there have been 36 teams to enter the tournament as a one or two seed that weren't ranked in the preseason AP poll. They have combined for zero Final Fours averaging fewer than two wins per tournament. There's two teams that fit that bill. Mm. You want to know who those two teams are? 
I'm going to take a wild guess. Ones and twos that weren't ranked in the preseason poll. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say Marquette. That is one. Okay. And I'm going to go with, oh, man, I know Arizona was early on. I'm going to, it's got to be either, it's got to be Houston or Texas. I'm going to go with Texas. No. Purdue. Purdue. Oh. Purdue wasn't ranked? Not ranked at the beginning of the year. Not in the preseason poll. Not in the well, preseason. I fear I've made a giant blunder on my bracket then, my friend. You got Purdue? You got a lot of Purdue? No, I do not. I got Purdue going down in the second round to Memphis. I got Marquette in the final game. Well, Ken Palm's going to tell you that's not great. Now, yeah. they, they can break the trend. They can break the trend. Uh but I hope so. I, real quick though, um, Ken Palm, does it not sound like it's to be some kind of description of fashion? It like does. When you look at something somebody's wearing, like, oh, total Ken Palm. That's total Ken, Ken Palm. Palm. It's like a, it sounds like an eighteen-year-old girl thing, really, more than anything. You know? Like, yeah. Right. Know what Ken Palm is, but I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> You're taking <laughs> Ken Palm. No Ken like, Palm. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I guess I'm taking it. I had no idea. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's know. what it sounds like to me, man. Yeah. So yeah. you have eliminated a lot of teams here, man. So who does that leave you with? Well, that, you know, that that kind of leaves you narrowed down to like, I think Houston, Bama type of thing. You know, I think the one the one that grabs me the most out of those stats are the top 40 Ken Palm offense and top 22 defense because there's seven teams. Houston, Creighton, Bama, Texas, UConn, Kansas, and UCLA. Yeah. To me, that's kind of – by the way, everybody loves Creighton. I know I do. I, do. I don't know. They they're they've won like 15 of the last 20, right? They they played a very good conference. Um, you know. So I I, I just think they're kind of it the, you know, they're kind of in the area of like why not for me? But Yeah, I mean, they're they're a hot pick to to make a run, uh, especially with where they're seeded, 6 seed, you know, that 5 6 7 are usually good teams that take sweet 16 and maybe make an elite 8. I'm going to be honest with you. That's one of my big upsets. I, I took NC State in the first round. I'm probably way off on that. But I took NC State to beat them. I just think they're really hyped up, man. I, I, you know, just for sake of clarity, I will be on Creighton minus five versus NC State. Okay. I just think that's kind of the bet, you know, for me. I, I, and also then I like, you know, Creighton, if they win that, then they'll play Baylor. And yeah. I will be on the Creighton money line on that one. For sure. Okay. Well, we're yep. As usual here, you and I are going to be very different. I got Baylor getting to the Elite Eight and making the Final Four, knocking off Bama. I just think their experience, tournament run, and when they get going, man, when they when they press with that defense and they get running, they're tough, man. All right. So, all right. Let's we'll start in the South. We're talking about the South. We might as well just dig into the South here. I, I, I got some more stats. I throw at you over time, but here we go. Here we go. I, I think if Alabama's going to lose, if they're going to lose in the first, uh, you know, whatever, we'll say, you know, I'll just say it's about Alabama. They have tended to lose against teams that are physical, teams that grind them down and play a little defense. All their losses have come that way, right? Okay. If you want to run with Bama, that's going to be bad. That's not, that's not going to, you're not going to win that game. They're very good. They got Brandon Miller, uh, who's, you know, had some off court issues. But a real good player. Uh, so, you know, they'll play West Virginia possibly. The problem is that Huggies teams t- typically do do that. But this one is not as talented, in my opinion, to that. So I don't think they're no. going to lose to West Virginia. It, the team I think they could lose to, that would be an upset, is San Diego State. If San Diego State gets to the 16, assuming they do, and which I, I predict they will, that's the team. Yeah. That's the kind of team going to defensively – Slow it down. They're going to make Bama win that game like 64 to 63. Yeah. That is the place to me for Bama to, uh, to, lose. to be in trouble. Yeah. Okay. I'm but with you on San will. Diego State. I don't think they will, but I think if they do lose, it's San Diego State. I'm with you on San Diego State. I also have them into the Sweet 16. And on that note, let's talk 12 fives real quick. Okay. Because that's a 12 5, San Diego State. And Charleston is everyone's darling in the 12 fives this year. Yeah. They got the most wins in college basketball. They've rolled through their conference and blown everybody to hell out. Yep. Um, but I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, this 
a 12 beats a five every year, right? Who's your 12 five? Number one question, number one question. And I'm going to tell you mine right now, yeah. none of them. All fives win this year. I'm saying not one mm. 12 this year. You know, it's funny you bring that up, Mikey. Go Here we go. Thank you. It's almost like you and I planned this. But <laughs> I'm going to, uh, since 2012, my man, since 2012, five seeds are 21 and 19 versus 12 seeds straight up. That's just winning. Just so winning. 40 games. Yeah. They're 21 and 19. That's, yes. That's not great for five seats. No. So. And let me, and let me tell you this. And let me tell you this. Um, the NCAA knows it, right? Like this is one of the things I kind of don't like when this kind of stuff bleeds over into sports, man, where they like just put the field together earnestly, but they put it right. together ratings wise and stuff, because you look at all these 12 fives this year and everybody's like, how is, how is Charleston a 12? Right. They're, yep. They got more wins than anybody college basketball and they're red hot. How are they at 12? Right. Right. I mean, that's terrible. And then Oral Roberts also 30 win team who made a run last year, got guys coming back They stick them at a 12. Uh, that's intentional. You know right. what I mean? That yeah. VCU and St. Mary's. Okay. That that's not that big a one. Drake, Miami, you know, everybody thinks Drake's was a little underseated, but mainly for me, the Charleston and Oral Roberts ones. I'm like, you're, you're trying to make sure a 12 wins. Yeah. That's why I think it's a bad matchup for Charleston. Right. That's why I think Charleston's yeah. in trouble. Like San Diego state's going to lock them down. I, I think so too. They're just going to lock them down. Uh, you know, Charleston plays Miami, for example, I think Charleston could beat Miami. Uh, you know, if I think Charleston plays, uh, just finding another 12 here, um, another five, St. Mary's, St. Mary's, they could you know, probably sure. be. Then I, and then I think Mary's in a little bit of trouble. I don't think anybody's going to be Duke, you know, but no, in, in the 12, five, uh, I, I don't think in your argument, I don't think Duke or San Diego state are going to lose. I do think Miami's going to lose. Really? I think, I think they're in trouble. I, I actually, I, I am, I, I was very VCU heavy. Now I'm kind of starting to lean into St. Mary a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I yeah I took so St. Mary's with Sweet Sixteen. If I was ranking the upsets, I think Drake's our best bet. Then I think it's VCU, and then I think it's probably Charleston, and then Coral Roberts. I yeah, I, for me, I absolutely looked at all four of these, and I went, "This is this year. There's going to be none." And furthermore, I think two of these five seeds are primed to make a run. Obviously, Duke, they're red hot right now. Obviously, I think Duke can make a run to the Elite Eight, maybe make a Final Four. And I also think Miami, just the way they've been playing down the stretch. I mean, they can pull away from teams. They don't hold the lead very well when they get up. We saw that in the ACC tournament. They let people keep getting close. But they're a team that I think is very underrated. But you're right. They're streaky. They could well, come the problem Miami, they, Miami has really good guards, which is great for the tournament, right? Experienced guards. problem is yeah. one of those guards got hurt against Duke. And that injury is, I don't even know. I haven't heard if the kid's playing. I don't know what his mobility is going to be like kind of a big deal. So I, they, I think they got the unfortunate draw of a, a experience. You know, one of the good things about this tournament is that a lot of teams because of COVID are older. It's kind of an old tournament, yeah. right? Yep. And so like some of these mid majors, you know, this is the case for all Roberts, the case for Charleston. It's, you know, like their experience, like, like, some of these kids aren't, they're not going to be afraid of the bigger teams. That's why I don't think Drake's like Drake is to me, not in trouble. I think it's, they may lose. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying Drake would, won't lose, but I'm saying that game's going to be tight. You know, yeah. they're not going to get their doors blown, blown off. Uh, so that, you know, so I, yeah, that, that's the, the problem with Miami. I do think of Miami, the problem, the other problem with Miami is that, you know, Houston kind of does what they're just bigger and better. Right. Yeah. So, you know, Miami plays and, Purdue. Yeah, I'd be interested, right? And that if they were in that region, but they're not. They're in the Houston region. No, yeah, they're in the Houston. They're going to wind up with Indiana probably in the second round. But uh, you're right, the Houston. Uh, their team. Well, we'll get we'll get to them in the Midwest. We, yeah. we got on the South. Let's jump back on the South. I, I sidetracked us with the no. twelve five talk, but so in the South, then um, you like Bama. I like Bama. Yes, to so come out. I like Bama Creighton in the in the eight personally. I, I tell you what, I, you know, you and you know this. Uh, you know, I Missouri guy. I'm I'm thrilled the Tigers are in the tournament. Yeah, okay. Tigers. You know, are uh, I like this Tiger team. I like the coach. There's a lot of things looking for the future. 
they need a few players, blah, blah, blah. But they're playing Utah State. First off, you want to take the over 155 in that game. There's going to be points in that game. Take the okay. over. Don't, don't worry about the, the winner or loser. The other thing is I kind of like Utah State, right? Utah State, their guards are just a little better than Missouri's guards. And I think Utah State's like a minus one and a half or yeah, plus one. It's, it's close. It's ultimately a pick them. Uh, I like Utah State. And then what I would do is Utah State will probably play Arizona. I, I, you know, I like Princeton a lot. I, I, I happen to know, like, the coach of Princeton. He used to coach at Northwestern in Chicago. Okay. So his name's Mitch Henderson. Great guy. Played on the Princeton teams. He's an alum. Uh, good coach. Great player in the 90s. He's on door. Pete Carell. Yeah, he was on that team, man. Yeah, uh, uh, And he coached at Northwestern when I lived in Chicago and got to know him that way through friends. And uh, so I'm rooting for Princeton, but Princeton's in trouble. Right? Princeton's They're not going to beat Arizona. Yeah, but I will tell you, if you're looking for an upset, a little bit maybe in, the, in 32, like a little Cinderella, if Utah State wins, I'm saying be careful Arizona. Arizona, yeah. Utah State, going to run, run, run. And Arizona's got some bigs, but Utah State shoots 40% of their shots are three-pointers. 40%, almost 42, right? Yeah. You're shooting, you're shooting basically half three-pointers. If those things go in – Yep. Watch out, right? Now, they Maybe could die. lose with 20 because they go, you know, 10 for 52, you know, from three points. Right, live and die. Live and die by the three, right. no doubt. But if, if that one day they're hot, you know. So that that's kind of my scary second round. Everybody, including myself, is just pushing Arizona through, right? I'm just Which, pushing Arizona through. Arizona's got a track record of getting knocked off early, man. But this, they're that, one of those schools. Also, it's like, what do you think? I, I guess it depends, like, I sometimes when I'm doing the, the tournament, you know, I, I, I decide what conferences I want to back more than the teams. Yes. That, I like to live that way a little bit. Yeah. I've kind of decided I'm going to back uh, the, the Creighton Big East conference a little bit, I, I think. I'm not sure. But okay. Big 12, I'm kind of interested in, of course. Big 12 was good top to bottom good. this year, man. And yeah. So I say all that to say, like, whatever you think of the Pac-12, like – that, that'll be, I think, how you may want to decide to bet, right, on the Pac-12 games. So if you think Pac-12 is bad, which a lot of people do, then yeah. you may want to fade the Pac-12 a little bit in these games. Like, just yeah. fade them, automatically fade them. How, how many teams did they even get in this year? I mean, usually they have way more four. than this. Four. They got, and one they of them's in the play-in. Right. Exactly. UCLA, so, Arizona, USC, and then you have uh, Arizona State in the play-in. Yeah, so you got – I mean, really, you only have one team in Arizona because right. UCLA and USC are now Big Ten right after this tournament. Right, right. They're going to the Big Ten. You got one damn team in, man. Right. No, That's no not doubt. Good. Not, not good. So, you know, I will tell you in my bracket, I'm running. Here, here's an upset I'm running in, the, in this South region. Furman. Furman. Okay. I'm just – it's it's time for Furman. Like, one, you know – Virginia lost Vanderplas or whatever. He's a, a very good player, good scorer for Virginia. Virginia can't score. Now, what Virginia's going to try to do to win is what they try to do every year to win, which is they're going to try to San Diego State this, which is why part of me kind of hopes we get a Virginia-San Diego State game. Then you want to just bet the under on that game? Oh, my God, yes. I can't wait to see what the under is. My guess it'll be like 82. You know, it's going to be a super yeah, low number. It'll look like a, a JV basketball right. game. So I, I, part of me is like, I hope I'm very wrong on this. I hope it's like Virginia, San Diego. I'm just curious to see what, what, how, what those two teams do. Yeah. Like halftime is going to be like 23, 21, Virginia, yeah. you know? Right, right. Uh, so I, I just think Furman's, again, older, and I think they're going to shoot, and they shoot a little more. I think these kind of these teams that shoot are going to give Virginia problems, uh, shoot well, I should say. So that's, to me, you know, I, it's kind of the only, you know, well, I guess I have Utah State over Missouri, you know, don't hold me to it and just know I'll be rooting for Missouri. Even though I'll, even though I'll bet on Utah state, I will be yeah. rooting to lose my money. Uh, and I, I think I'm going to take West Virginia over Maryland, but you know, I yeah, Maryland, here's the thing about Maryland undefeated at home this year in the big 10, which a lot of the, you know, powers that be in college basketball analysts right now say the big 10 is the best conference this year. And right. Maryland, 10-0 at home, beat everybody, not as good on the road. But, again, this is a team that if they show up, they can play with anybody. But 
sometimes they just don't show up. Well, that, you know, I, I'm finding in, in, in some of my research that a lot of these teams, uh, the teams that are all like 21 and 12, you know, and Creighton's one of these teams where they, they're all bad on the road. I, I, I keep reading all these like home and road splits. Like they're all very good at home, but then very average on the road. Right. So like Creighton yeah. was something like eight and 10 on the road this year. And yeah. this is technically a road game. Right. You know, I mean, it, you know, it's it's not a home court game for Creighton. You know, no. like, so those, those sort of things, I, I think I find that's the things that are slowing me down on some of these teams is the the road splits, the home and road splits, which yeah. it makes sense because home team, you know, it's your home, blah, blah, blah. But. Sure, sure. And we'll get into that with a, a game in another region. And I, I but I'll remember that one later. But um, let me throw this at you. One thing that I found. So you like Creighton uh, lay in the five. Okay. Yeah. That game, I was going to have you guess, but I'm just going to tell you that game has an interesting, one of these interesting uh, facts for gamblers in it. Okay. Um, Of all the teams in the last 25 years that have had blowout losses in their, in their conference tournament game. Yeah. Yeah. Have lost by by 20 or more in their conference championship game or not championship game, just in the conference tournament. Mm -hmm are 21 and 12 in the first round. They come back and win immediately. And that is Creighton lost by 20 something and yep. NC State got blown out I believe by Duke by 20 something. So both of those teams are playing each other. Right. And that's 21 and 12. So that thing is up in the air. Yeah, you know what you know what I'm kind of doing? I'm doing a little bit of what I was talking about. I'm kind of fading the ACC. Just yeah. think it's bad. I think Duke is good, but you know, again, are you, are you going to be shocked at all when Oral Roberts beats Duke and we are all wrong? You know, everybody who's got Duke in the semi, in the final, in the eight, right? You're going to be like, that Oral Roberts team was really good. Yeah. Right? And yeah. Also, yeah, well, I'll get to that region in a minute. But I was about to say one more thing, but doesn't matter until we get to that region. But, I, yeah, I just don't think the ACC is very good. So I'm kind of like, look, NC State twice got smacked at home by Clemson and lost in the tournament by 20 something to Clemson. Mm-hmm. Right? Clemson's not in the tournament. Clemson's right. not very good. You know, they were fine. They just didn't beat anybody. And the teams they beat, they beat them badly. It's going to be very hard for me to take the team that got lost twice by like what isn't Creighton watching the Clemson film? Like aren't they just being like let's just do what they did. You would they think. Done it twice, right? You would think. So I that's why I'm like just give me Creighton minus 5. Give me Creighton money line. Give me Creighton minus five. Just give me Creighton. There's no way. Right. I, I can't imagine. You and ESPN both, man. Creighton flies through the early rounds, right? Go with your gut. Well, the problem <laughs> is they got Baylor coming up next, right? Possibly. Assuming. Yeah. Then Baylor's got a tough game. UCSB, you know? That's not an easy game. No, they'll they'll show up in the first half and they'll play tough, but Baylor, Baylor will run away from them. Have you seen these ESPN ads, these go with your gut ads? No. No, I haven't seen you them. You haven't? Oh, uh, this they got this thing where like this husband and wife are fighting and arguing, and then she turns I, around. That's what it is. I have seen those. Yes, yes, yeah. and she's like fighting Irish. Yeah. You're Every Irish, day. and we're fighting. And yeah. yeah, so I'm gonna tell you this. Um, we did a couple of uh, commercials lampooning that ad campaign, yeah. and we'll be dropping those tomorrow on TikTok. So keep an eye out for those, those everybody. Are <laughs> those, yeah, those are great. Like she's like Creighton, Blue Jays, Creighton, Blue Jays, or whatever. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah they're pretty funny. They're pretty yeah. funny. All right, let's bang out to the East end because you got Bama, I got Baylor in the South. Let Let's get into the East here. Hey, can, um, I, can I can I dump on Baylor one last time? Oh, yeah, on your yeah. way on my way out. Baylor doesn't play defense like you think Baylor does. Everybody, every the word you know when you hear the word Baylor, you think it's Baylor. You think of twenty twenty one Baylor, the team that just shut people down and had guards. Yeah. This Baylor team is not that. They don't do that. They do not do that. They do not do that. Now, I will also tell you, though, Mikey, on your end, I have a future to win the national championship that I've had for like three months on Baylor. So okay. I'm, I am I am a little bought into Baylor because I feel like I have to be, but I, I would sell that future in a heartbeat. I would sell it to anybody for like $15. Like, you could have it. <laughs> uh, you know, like, <laughs> like, I just don't believe in Baylor. But, you know, I, I think it's Bama's to lose. Bama, Bama on that side. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into the East, man. What, right. what, who's who's the team that you think can make some noise here? Uh, I, I I tell you where I'm uh, 
all right, first off, I, I have to tell you, I love shitting on Rick Barnes, who's the coach of Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Just I, I I do it every year. The guy has uh there was a great Rick Barnes said. I'm gonna find it and I'll read it to you. I think he's oh, I think it, what it was is he's been to in 16 years. Can you guess how many sweet 16s Rick Barnes teams have been to? Maybe I remember one. Yeah, it's one. Is it? Okay. And Rick Barnes has had some good teams, right? Yeah. 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 So, one of my gambling March Madness rules is always bet against Rick Barnes. So having said that, I will be on Louisiana plus 11 and a half. Now, do That's I think Tennessee will win? Yeah, probably. But yeah. will I be on Louisiana plus 11 and a half? Yes. That's a do lot I, of points. Yeah. Do I hope? Do I hope Tennessee wins? Yes, because I can't wait to bet on Duke or whoever they play in round two. Sure. If it's Oral Roberts. Uh, sure. Has Barnes been there 16 years? No, no. He was at Texas. Okay. That's what I was like. I thought Bruce Perlman. I was like, Perlman been gone that long? No. Yeah, okay. I got Texas. He's at, he had Durant. I mean, he's had good teams, man. He yeah. had Kevin Durant as a freshman, right? Like, it, it, that team wasn't very good, but they had Durant. But yeah, still. Yeah. Uh, I think to me the most interesting. I have two things that I think are interesting in this uh, in the East, right? First off, I think the 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 upsets come in the bottom half of the bracket. So, yeah. I I'm I'm I am torn on Providence, Kentucky. I kind of yes. want to take Providence, but I also kind of want to take Kentucky. I just think whoever wins that game is going to beat Kansas State. That's all that matters to me. I, yeah, so- Kansas State is man. They're tricky, man, because like I said, the Big Twelve. Big 12's good, man. They were good this year. I mean, they got teams in the tournament that had losing records in their conference. Yeah. I mean, they were t- Big 12 was tough this year, man. Casey and it's like two All-Americans, you know, though both two guys that always get some pub. Uh K-State also plays this. I read somewhere that K-State plays a style that they they do a lot of like uh you know, their, their offense is it is hard it, for the Big 12. They're used to seeing their offense. But when you get into a tournament, Tang, Jerome Tang, the head coach, by the way, top 10 name in basketball, Jerome Tang, <laughs> basketball coach, Kansas State. His offense, when it's hard for teams that are not used to seeing it, right? The Big 12 is used to seeing it. They, they immediately adjusted to Tang's offense. But the, the way they run their offense, which I want to say it was like, you know, like a pick and pop style yeah. a little bit, is very difficult for others. So I'm not saying it's Syracuse zone-esque, but – you know, so that, right. that is kind of in the back of my head as a little bit of a worry. This doesn't give people trouble that haven't seen it. Even if you watch right. it on film, that doesn't right. translate. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, but I think, like, Kentucky, the size is, is interesting. The, the one thing that's scaring me off Providence, if I'm being completely honest, is I believe the Providence head coach is named Ed Cooley. And uh, and I think – is that his name? Uh, is he the Providence coach? I think he is. Yeah, he's the Providence coach. There is some heavy, heavy rumors going around that Ed Cooley is going to be the next coach at Georgetown. And wow. that that is, one, kind of crazy, right? Because they're yes. in the same – they're in the Big East, right? yeah. you know? Uh, so, so, that, so the rumors are swirling. So my, my nervousness about Providence is what happens if, if that is true? These players can read, you know? Like, they yeah. know, you yeah. know that? So – I don't know. So that, that makes me nervous about Providence, to be honest. So yeah, uh, it does. Anyway, this is where I think the, 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 the upsets happen. I think Kentucky or Providence beats Kansas State. I, I don't know who to take in Michigan State, USC. You know, I, part of me is hey, like. Man. That's Izzo. It's the tournament. It's the Spartans. And let me tell you what the Spartans are going to do. They are going to out-physical you. They are going to out-rebound you. And they are going to play to the buzzer. And USC is just not good enough to withhold that, I don't think. Well, the problem is it but yes, I agree. But the Spartans aren't very good. The Spartans aren't no, very good. Not good they're team. not. Uh, but it, if they win that game, which I'm kind of leaning Spartans, right? I'm leaning Spartans. Mainly because I was saying I'm kind of fading the Pac 12 a little bit. Which yep. Marquette would be next, in my opinion. Marquette has a one glare, one huge glaring issue. And you know what that issue is? It's the one thing Sparty does better than any team in, in bas- college basketball. Is they, they have a hard time rebounding. And yeah. I, Michigan State's going to pound them. They're going to pound them on, on the boards. Like, Izzo's just going to be like, crash. Just, yeah. 
destroy them. Oh, they're going to try to bad boys them all night long. That's, I mean, that's their only chance of winning that game is grind it to a halt and bang the glass. I mean. Yeah. So I'm, I kind of, you know, if you remember that Ken Pondstadt earlier, which is like never, those teams have never won average more than two games, pre, non-preseason top 25, Marquette, Purdue, that one. That yeah. has kind of started, I, it has turned to me a little more, I have to say. And I, I'm, I'm starting to say, up, think upset time with Michigan State. Getting in the sweet season. Okay. Maybe. I, I've got this exact same thought, but mine's at the top of the bracket. I'm taking mm-hmm. Memphis, and I think Memphis is going to knock off Purdue. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Memphis, uh, red hot, just come beat Houston to win the, their conference championship, uh, lost to Alabama by three points during Alabama's hot, a hot streak for them. You know what I mean? Um, this is a team that I think is really. I don't know why there's not more talk about them being the biggest dark horse in the tournament right now. I, I just Memphis? really I don't understand it. You're talking about Memphis, right? I'm talking about Memphis, yeah. yeah I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. like they should be. I, every show you're watching should be red hot on Memphis making a run. I think, but I think they're not because they're going to run into Purdue. But there's two different styles of basketball, man. They just are, and it's going to be either Purdue's going to dominate them or Memphis is going to get out and run, and and it's going to be one of those games you see in the tournament every year where one of those big physical big 10 teams goes down early because they can't score enough you know yeah yeah you know you got Purdue's got those freshman guards and they're not like nba guards they're not like dudes who are leaving next year they're like they're regular old college freshman guards you know yeah um and you know you know it's just whether it's true or not you know you just automatically think memphis is more athletic than purdue Right. Yeah. Because that's just what you think of Purdue, like these kind of like lumbering, big monster dudes who don't. Yeah. Very athletic. Whether that's true or not, you know, all these dudes are super athletic, you super know? athletic. But it's they, they recruit a certain style of, of play in the Big Ten. They do. You I, know I, mean? I have to say, be big and physical. Purdue got the best, you know, the best setup of all the one seeds, personally. I, I would agree. If, I they, would agree. If, if they get by Memphis, which I think they will, which I think is probably the one team. That could knock them out is Memphis. Like they've already beaten Duke, they've already beaten Marquette. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Were they going to beat Rick Barnes? You think? Do you think I'm going to take a Rick Barnes team over Purdue? There's no way. No, no. There's this no is way. this is easily the the weakest uh, bracket if you go top to bottom. I, mean, I think it's bottom. Right. I think if you're Purdue, you want FAU to win. And by the way, I think FAU is going to win. I think I I think FAU is going to beat them because I think. The the thing is that we we all saw Memphis beat Houston on Sunday, and that is all people remember, right? They're like, well, they beat Houston. This team is for real. Like, yeah, no, no way. That that you know, it's it's a classic like gambling rule, right? The team that everybody thinks is going to win, you like, don't take that team, right? Like, there's there's no way. I'm going to take FAU. I'm going to take the FAU money line. FAU is going to. Just drop bombs all over the place. FAU should be like a seven seed, six seed. You know, they're a little they're they shouldn't be a nine seed. That's crazy to me. Yeah, I, well, I I saw a thing about speaking of Ken Palm. I saw a thing on Memphis that showed they did not lose to a Ken Palm three or four team, yeah, and fine. they had beat several twos. And I think they had four matchups against ones, and I think they were two and two, having beat Houston, lost to Bama by three. Uh, and there was two other teams in there that were Ken Palm, you know, tier one teams right. that they played to the wire. And I'm like, this is just a team that had trouble putting it together in stretches. But when they are are rocking and right now they're rocking, they they are they can play with anybody. They can play with anybody. And then FAU, on the other hand, I'm looking at them and they're like, yeah, they started out a little slow to start the year. But then I think they won I, like. 18 of their last 20 or something like that. And they, they have a ton of wins and they just coasted through their conference and dominated. And that's something I don't like, you know what well, I mean? You I coast through your conference. I don't know. Well, I guess my question about Memphis is like, what's the difference between them and Arkansas, right? Like ultimately like Arkansas was a preseason top 10 team loaded with talent and kind of bad, right? Memphis, yeah. Memphis is not, it's not like Memphis is not getting dudes. They're getting dudes, right? Yeah. Kenny seems he's like, he's like, Prime Shaq. Seems like he takes him like 15 games to get into a season, right? 15, and yeah. then he just loses weight. He's losing all the dead weight. And, and what? Well, look, he's a good coach and, and he, he's working it out. But I'm like, 
I don't know. You put Arkansas over there, people are going to say the same thing. Arkansas can beat Purdue. Arkansas is going to beat FAU. And you put Memphis against Kansas, right? Like, I don't know. I, I just – I kind of think Purdue is – my opinion is, like, Purdue's beaten a lot of good teams, a lot of good teams. And yeah, they have. I, I get that Matt Painter's never made a Final Four. I get that Purdue that doesn't go to the Final Four. I get that they constantly let us down. But they got a dude who is a monster. And that monster – is Zach Eady. And that dude is just, he's a problem. He is a problem for these. He's huge. And he's, he's just a big dude, you know, like, yeah, if they get that in the foul trouble, then I'm, I'm nervous, right? I'm nervous about the guards. Like, I don't know. They've already beaten Duke. They're going to be, in my opinion, they're going to beat Memphis. Like, I don't think Memphis is going to get there. So I, I'm, I'm in on Purdue. I, I'm in on Purdue getting down to the, the eight. Okay. All right. All right. I got, I got Marquette and Duke and I, I took Marquette into the final four just because, you know, you look at your bracket and you look at all the teams you have in the final four and you're like, you gotta have a dark horse somewhere. And I know there are two, but like you said earlier, you know, like nobody's really given them any kind of credit. They're rewarded for the season that they had being a two seed, but nobody really sees them as a two seed. So they're kind of my outlier to make a run at it. You know, well, that's all, you know, like just on Purdue side, I, in my opinion, they have the worst number two, Marquette. They yeah. have the worst number three, and they have the worst number four. Just yeah, they do. It's just insane to me. And like, this is why I'm like, if Purdue can't make it to the Final Four this year, right? If they don't get there, and I'm not sure they're ever going to get there. This to me is like the year. Like they're this, set up for it. This this is the best opportunity. So, you know, speaking of Final Fours, I want to throw this stat at you. Over the past ten tournaments. The average sum total of Final Four seeds is 13.7. So so that means, you know, you have your one, okay. your four, your four, and your, you know, three. Yeah. So that's right. – I sometimes like to add up my, my seed numbers in the Final Four just to kind yeah. of see where I'm at, you know. One quick question about that uh, Louisiana-Tennessee game. Um, yeah. I mean, Louisiana – Raging Cajuns are a good pick to pull the upset in that game. Uh, is where that game's being played. Where is it being played? Yeah, I, well, it's being played. I I believe something that I saw. It's, it's not too far from Louisiana. Like they're going to travel well, and they're going to have people at the game. Where yeah, Tennessee it's in the is East. not. Right. Yeah. I you know I, I here you know since you brought that up here's just another thought basically, which is this the Sweet Sixteen and the Lead Eight games. You they're at MSG. Right. Okay. That, that is where those games are. One Marquette just won the Big East tournament at MSG, so okay. that seems like a, a bonus. Yeah. Two, it's kind of like Duke's second home. So, like when Duke and Purdue, in my opinion, play in the Sweet Sixteen game, that's going to be a mostly pro Duke crowd at MSG. Probably. If MSG Probably. gets rocking, and you know Purdue's going to be the enemy, right? They're going to be. No doubt. They're going to be the one seed. Nobody wants the one seed. Duke's going to be there. So just something to think about, you know, like if, you know, when, when Purdue's like a four point favorite, I'm going to be like, I'm taking Duke plus four, even though yep. I think hundred percent, that's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, we're going to see how it plays out, but that's a good point you bring up about MSG. And I mean, I get you fading the ACC, no doubt, but just Duke is red hot right now. Let's jump into the Midwest. Um, now we already touched on the fact that you, you think Drake is going to be the team, but I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm on Miami. I think they're going to put it together, but who else in here you think can make a little run? Uh, I gotta tell you, uh, one of the teams I liked lost just as we turned this on, just lost was Mississippi state. I liked Mississippi state. I thought they were going to be some problem, but they just lost a pit by one. So, okay. uh, I, one of my kind of, you know, uh, I thought is in the last few years, and I don't have a stat for this, but these 11 seeds, I'm, I'm enjoying these 11 seeds a lot in my life. Right. I, I cause there yeah. tend to be big power conference schools who are good, but not that good. And they're playing six seeds who are, should have been better a lot of times. So, you know, I'm always kind of automatically looking at this one, which would be Pitt. Uh, you know, like you looked at NC state, right. That was kind of yours. Yeah. We yeah. were looking at Providence. So like those 11 seeds are, 
scary in my opinion. I, yeah, I think I saw something uh, somewhere. If I'm not mixing it up, man, I should have wrote it down. But I think I saw something somewhere in the last bunch of years. They're winning at a bigger clip than the 12s over the fives. Right. I, I think that's right. I think I, I think yeah. I've read, read some of that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I got a stat for you that I'll, I'll keep uh, short and sweet. Oh, here you go. 13 seeds. Right. Here's one because I kind of like Kent State. All right. At 12 and four against the spread in the round of 64 since 2018. Jeez. Okay. So okay. that's a nice one. So Kent State, this is why, by the way, I like Furman over Virginia, which I like Kent State, possibly. You know, I mean, I'm taking the points for sure. Hey, let's go, Matt. Uh, I, I also like Louisiana because you know I'm betting against Rick Barnes. So give me that 11 and a half. Uh, the other part of that is this. And, and by the way, I say that to say two things. The 13 in the other region we haven't talked about is Iona. Yeah. Uh, so underdogs of six and a half or more in tournament games versus non-conference opponents off three straight double-digit wins. Since 2010, 19 games, they are 17 and two. The underdog is 17 and two. Three teams fit that profile. Vermont is one of those teams. Okay. Colgate, Colgate. who plays Texas in this region, is one of those yeah. teams. And the third team is the 13th seed in the next region, Iona. So I think those 13 seeds are all teams I'll be betting on. I'm just going to be okay. on all 13. Uh, I'll probably be on Colgate because of the stats. So, you know, they, they're going to be uh, – Colgate's a big underdog. I don't know what they are, 10, 11, 12. I, I'm not sure. But they're over six and a half. Uh, okay. I do think Texas is going to win. You know, I, I, I kind of think we're going to have one Cinderella. and So I think Drake, Kent State are going to play. That's kind of my my choice of Cinderella time. Okay. Yeah, uh, I just think, you know, Indiana's fine – but Drake or Kent State can put up some points. They're gonna be they're gonna be hungry. I'm, I'm gonna take Drake, and they're gonna lose to Houston in the Sweet 16. But I, I think there's some one of I think a Cinderella is gonna get to the 16 out of those two games. Yeah, it's gonna come out of there. I I I def, like here we go. Penn State Texas A and M. Um, I'm taking Penn State. I just like the way that they played, and maybe it's because I've watched a little more Big Ten basketball, but. They're a team that they're competitive. They can play. They're playing well right now at the end of the year. Um, the SEC really doesn't impress me that much. It's pretty top heavy. And I, I not only think Penn State could beat Texas A&M, they're going to beat Texas A&M, but I think they could give Texas a run for their money. Well, yeah, you know what? You know why? It's because Penn State doesn't turn the ball over, right? They, they, The one thing the A&M game, the one thing A&M wants to do is kind of create chaos and force – some turnovers, yeah. bad shots. Penn State takes care of the ball. Yep. They, they're they not they, – they kind of play within themselves a little bit. So it's like the one A&M strength is kind of the one Penn State strength, right? Yeah. So I, I – I, I, that's a, that game. I've I've had both Penn State and A&M in. So, you know, right now I will say I do have Penn State in. But I don't have Penn State beating Texas, but I do have Penn State over it. Yeah, I don't. I don't have them beating Texas uh, either. I, matter of fact, I have Texas going to the Final Four. But I, that was based on I expect them to get tested against Penn State for a little bit of a wake up call. You know what I mean? And then that's usually how a team gets rolling. They get a little scare, and then they start playing. You know? Yeah. Well, this is that region too, where that's where I kind of think Kansas got screwed. Look, and, and no love lost for Kansas. Don't love Kansas. It's probably my least favorite team in all of sports. Sure. But I do think Kansas got screwed. They, Kansas had more quad one wins than anybody. Uh, they should have been the number two seed. And I only say that to say from Sweet 16 and, and the eight, the games are in Kansas City. Yeah. That is an enormous deal for Kansas. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's huge. But now they got to go to Vegas or wherever and they play in the group of death, right? That brackets is a horribly hard bracket yeah yes this so, is it is so i think i think you know uh i i got houston coming out of this one i feel like i'm so far i'm three chalks baby by the way purdue bama and, and houston so that not a great sign for my bracket uh <laughs> i got houston i think that kid that got hurt sasser is going to be hurt 
and he maybe misses the first two rounds. I don't think it's going to matter personally. Right. Uh, I, that, I think they'll beat Auburn or Iowa. I think Houston probably would rather see Auburn. But, you know, the, the scary part about Auburn is I think the games are in Alabama. Like, I think the first round, the first two rounds are in Alabama. So that that is, you know, that's Auburn is in Alabama. So you have to be uh, careful. Them games are in the Midwest, though, right? Yeah, but the but the the first two the yeah the Sweet Sixteen. Oh 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 no yeah 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 you're the right. Sixty four and the thirty two are in correct correct yeah. correct. Those are satellite locations, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it's, that's a kind of a scary game, I, I believe. I, you know. I, yeah. I well, uh, one of our one of our videos that we'll be releasing will be uh, featuring War Eagle. So. War Eagle. War Eagle. We'll be featuring War Eagle, man. So yeah, that that's uh, those that that's gonna be interesting. I, I kind of think Auburn's gonna. All right, I kind of think uh, Iowa's gonna win the game. I think there's too much offense, in my opinion, for Auburn. Right. And, yeah, I think I was I was gonna win that for sure. Doesn't matter. But well, let's hit the West, man. Let's yeah. Let's hit go. the West and see. This is a tough bracket down here. West is tough. I will say, Mikey, just to jump back to Midwest, yeah. I have some Houston's. I have some Texas. I have a few brackets, so I can see a Texas. To me, that game's gonna be kind of. a a real great game. Yeah. Houston and yeah. Texas to go play the final four in Houston, Texas, which is going to be yep. great. You're going to have the university and the local team. Yeah. That, it should be rocking. That should be a lot of fun. And that's everything that the NCAA is hoping for on that. Yeah. Now this, this, here we go in the West. This is kind of the group of death, right? Yeah. You got like Kansas, TCU, Gonzaga, UCLA, UConn. I mean, ah, even okay. even the lower seeded teams at, over here are fucking, they're dangerous, man. Like you make all the jokes about St. Mary's you want, man, but that's a team that can win, man. Like yeah. they could they can. I'm just saying, there's a lot I'm of teams over here. Illinois, Mary. Arkansas. These are two teams, like you pointed out earlier. Arkansas didn't live up to any of it, but they can catch fire in a night. They've got the guys. You know what I they mean? They got the dudes, right? They got, they, got the like, dudes. they got like three NBA dudes, or supposedly, you know, like three supposedly three NBA dudes. Yeah, so, uh, like Nick Smith Jr. and you know, and, and they haven't been that as advertised ultimately, right? Right. And I think Illinois size is going to give Arkansas some problems, but I, I think it's like just uh, how good do you think Arkansas's guys are going to play, really? Right? Like, yeah, you you guys are going to show up. That that's the key, you know. Uh, of all the eight nines in the tournament, this is the one that no number one wants to be up against the winner. I think you know what I mean. Maryland, West Virginia. Eh, you know what I mean? Memphis FAU. I wouldn't want to play Memphis. I said that earlier, but Iowa Auburn. But you look at this one, Arkansas right. and Illinois, and it's like, you just don't know what you're going to get, man. I don't want right. to roll dice on that. Right. And it, for sure. And I, I think that's, I think if, you know, if, you know, number one seeds rarely lose in the first two rounds, right? They rarely yeah. do. I sure. think they're kind of the spots for the two to lose. Memphis, Purdue, that's a spot as we've been talking about. Yeah, and this Arkansas, Illinois spot, right? These are the, two, you know, yeah, for sure. You know, Kansas lost like seventy five percent of their scoring from last year. It's like the team's really good, they're right. just not as good as they were last year. There's no great team, so Kansas, you know, here we are. You know, Bill yeah. Self's a great coach, blah blah blah. Yeah, so, he is. He is. They're gonna roll, but I mean, I think they're gonna roll. They're gonna get to the elite eight. You know what I mean? Um, they're gonna have to get to some tough, tough teams, but they're gonna get to the elite eight. I think, and I. I got UCLA. Mm. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, I got UCLA winning the whole thing. Oh, I got UCLA winning the whole thing just because I'm sold on a team that is in the top of the rankings in defense and offense. Mm -hmm. And they are. They, they have I mean? lots of Ken Palm stat, right? Yeah. I mean, and they are like, they play top 20 defense and they play top 20 offense, man. And it's like, what do you, what do you want to do? You want to slow it down and play a defensive game? We'll do that. You want to run? Oh, we'll run. You know what I mean? It's like, I think, you know, I, I think for me, like I liked the UCLA. I think they were, you know, they had won like whatever, you, you know, 24 or whatever. They were very good. They lost that dude, Jalen Clark, who's going to be out for the rest of the year. It's like their best defensive player. Yeah. And I think that in the end, that's going to hurt them. I think the problem is when UCLA plays a team with size, that's going to be the issue, right? That it's like, they, they're not that big. They, you know, they got them the best one, two punch with, Jaime uh, Vasquez, Vasquez, and that's probably not his name. Uh, and uh, Tiger Campbell. Tiger, Those two yeah. are good. Guard and small forward and power forward or whatever. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I think UCLA got a great draw, by the way. A lot of people think you should take UNC Asheville plus 18 and a half. Maybe, you know, maybe. Maybe. I, mean, uh, I, I probably will because it's a lot of points, but, you know, those are hard ones to, to bet on. They are. They are. Uh, and, I, I, you know, Northwestern, Boise State, like I think Boise State's going to win, mainly because I just don't think Northwestern score enough, personally. Yeah, they, they're another team where – you know, if you watched them play a lot this year, like they had nights where they'd come out and look like they could beat anybody in the Big Ten, and then right. they'd go on stretches where they look really bad. So you just don't yeah, know. I so I, I guess I'm kind of leaning more uh, uh, Boise State and yeah UCLA, UCLA and Aaron. I To me, this is kind of the most chalky bracket for me, and, and I know I've had some chalk, but like uh, <laughs> it's it's like I, I don't know. I'm having a hard time. I think it's going to be. UCLA, or I mean, I'm sorry, I think it's going to be Kansas, Arkansas, St. Mary's, UConn, TCU, Gonzaga, Boise State. I'll take the 10 over the 7, and then UCLA in the first round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fair enough. I mean, this is a bracket for me, too. We're, like, moving into uh, the Sweet 16. It's like uh, Kansas, St. Mary's, Zags, UCLA, like all the big hitters are moving on, and you're going to keep playing at that clip. You know, Right. I, mean? I, got, I got UConn. I got the final four or final eight being UConn. Gonzaga, I, I just kind of Gonzaga's flying under the radar a little bit, and I, you know, I just think they, they have a lot of talent, and exactly I think, exactly, I think they're going to give UCLA all kinds of problems. Their size, yeah. Timmy inside, they got big guards. This they're just, just going to be a problem for UCLA, in my opinion. Yeah, that's going to be a great game. You, they get, you know, but I, I'm rooting for UCLA. I like that UCLA team, but I, I think Gonzaga, Kansas, Gonzaga, UConn, to me is kind of where we're headed. So okay. I have I have Gonzaga coming through that one. Final four? Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, man, you know how they go. I mean, they usually always get bumped early or or they make a run all the way. Right. You know what I mean? So we'll see how yeah. they play it out. But that's my final game. I got, I got Marquette against UCLA. I got UCLA winning it all. You got to go a little bit, you know, outside the box if you want to win some of these bracket challenges, you know. I'm kind of riding Bama-Houston. Best two teams. And let's just watch them play out. Those ten, you know, Bama seems to me to be the team that was struggling right after there was that gun incident on the team. Yeah, it's kind of turned it around the last few weeks. Yeah, and Houston's gonna get Sasser back either this week or even if they make him rest a week, they're gonna get that kid back and they're, they're gonna be good. So yeah, I think Houston. You know, they went to the the eight two years ago, the Final Four last year. Like the Final Four is in Houston. If if those kids can't be motivated to win some basketball games in their yeah. hometown. Right. I, don't, I don't know. Your grandma's at the game, bro. Your grandma right. is at the game, man. Once they get to Houston and they're in the final, I don't know how you bet against Houston. It's a home game. I, like you Tampa would think. Bay in the Super Bowl, even though I you did bet think. on Kansas City. I did bet on Kansas City. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that whole Bama thing, though, man, like I, I'm not going to beat that to death. We're all aware of what was going on there. So just, I, I just found it completely disappointing man like i get it man people are you know hey you're innocent to proven guilty and whatever and they're gonna file the charges or not but i mean they got the text messages selling these ass and to bring them the gun and and in five minutes his car's there and then two minutes later the you know the shooting happens and that young woman dies and then it you know what i mean like that's all a tragedy all the way around but then the thing to me was you know hey that's up to the school they're gonna suspend the kid they're not gonna suspend the kid I don't know, man, if it's me in that situation and that kind of evidence laying there, I'm like, Hey, come on, man, this is sports. And this is like, man, you're done, man. You're done until the investigation is over. This is legitimate. But the bigger thing to me was a couple of weeks ago when like the pregame before they're coming out, I know you saw that and they're announcing them and they're patting them down for the gun, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and then everybody wants to argue that, well, no. And the coach takes the press conference and and he says, Hey, that's a thing they've been doing all year. You can go back and look at the beginning of the season. They were doing that patting them down before it comes out. And I'm like, that's your excuse, dude, that you were allowing that kind of behavior. Number one at the beginning of the year. And then now you can't use the excuse that, well, he's been doing that a little insensitive at this point. Maybe we don't do that. And I'm not big on insensitivities, like get over it. But this I'm like, come on, man. Right. No. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think that I think those games are I think Alabama kind of realized like this is maybe our greatest shot in the college basketball t- title. Like yes. yeah, we're playing. Right. Yeah, we're let's not mince words. I mean, that's also, the, kid's going gonna, the kid's gonna be a pro in a year, and they're like just turn a blind eye for the couple months, let him play it out, and then 
Then we got. I mean, that's what they're doing, but it just it was disappointing to me that they try to, you know, we've been doing that all year. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, maybe we don't do that tomorrow, guys, after what yeah. happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know, man. Hey, can I give you some teams? I, I'm just going to probably, I think, some betting stuff here. Yeah. Uh, a couple before we go. Hey, you know, in those early games, you know, like the 10, 11, 12 o'clock games, the first few games. Uh, yep. Over the last few years, a very popular bet that's worked a lot is the first half under of those games. Okay. So just be on the lookout for those unders, you know, like 70 and under. You want to take some of those. Because it's early, right? These kids are not used to playing at 10 in the morning, whatever time, you know. Yep. So uh, that's that's one. Uh, The other one is, you know, when you're betting on the games, if, if you're taking dogs, which you know I like the dogs a lot. Love it. 64, the first round's the way to do it. Rarely, the dogs don't tend to win in 32, right? So, you know, when you get like, let's just pretend it's Drake, Indiana, or Kent State, Miami, right? It's rare. It's harder. You're going you're gonna to want to be like, let's take Kent State, man. Let's keep it rolling against Miami. Don't right. do it, right? Yeah. Like, just kind of hang over with Miami and those sort of things. Then if those, you know, upsets more happen in the 16. And not even with Cinderella. I'm talking when, like, good teams, right? Like Alabama, San Diego State. I can promise you this. If those two teams play in the 16, I will be betting on San Diego State. Like, I just know it, right? I, I just know I will be on San Diego State. Those okay. are upsets. Creighton, Arizona. I'll be on Creighton in that kind of game, you know. Uh, you know, Duke, Purdue. Yeah, probably I'll be on Duke. You know, Kansas, UConn. Yeah, I'll be on UConn. Uh Gonzaga, UCLA, whoever the dog is, I'll be on whoever the dog is of that game. Uh, sure. So, like, you know, th- that sort of thing. Like, kind of Iowa State, Xavier, possibly. Yeah, for sure. You know, Iowa State, Texas, I guess would be that. You know, I, I would take Iowa State or Xavier. Over yeah, there. I'll be on Iowa State. They're tough, man. Like, those sort of games State. in the 16. You know, like, it, if it's Houston, Drake, or Houston, Kent State, like, no. No. No way. <laughs> No yeah, way. The good teams, those good teams kind of advance in, yeah. in that way. Well, so, the, the, the fat has been trimmed by then, you know. Right, what I mean? right. Also, they have like a week to think about it, you know. Can, can I give you a couple a couple sleeper teams I just keep an eye on just in case, right? Please do. Please do. Creighton, Utah State, Drake. Uh, I think, you know, in the Kansas, Arkansas, Kansas, Illinois game, I think it is crazy to you. You have to bet on the Arkansas or or Illinois money line. You have to, you know, whoever okay. in that eight nine seat. If you're going to take Arkansas, right? Take Arkansas. Ten dollars wins you twelve dollars or fifteen dollars, whatever it is. Then take that fifteen or twenty five dollars and put it on Arkansas again to beat Kansas, right? Try to double it up that way. Might as okay. well, right? And then uh, I would do the same on FAU. I would do the same on Memphis. I would do it on. I would Providence money line it to maybe the eight if if they keep if they win if they beat Kentucky, right? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Because they know, wind up Kentucky. Kentucky. What? Who are they playing? Kansas State, right? Yeah, they'll yeah. be a dog, and then then who? They, then they'll play Marquette, maybe. Yeah, you know? they'll be a dog. Just take them again, and then get off the train when it's Purdue Providence, right, or whatever Duke Providence. Just get off the train there. Yeah, let that money ride to the train station and then right. get off. Right. I would do the same with USC, to be honest. I would I, I would take USC over Michigan State because they're probably the dog. I would money line them there. I would money line them over Marquette. Yeah. And I, I would get off of the Sweet 16. I could see that. I could see that. I, mean, I would do the same with Sparty. You know what I'm saying? So whatever side you're on, whoever wins that game and plays Marquette, money line the dog, which will be USC or Michigan State. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's a wise play. It's a wise play. Everybody take heed to that. But that's why you're here, bro. So you can. But I would also say, in my opinion, just FYI, I would stay out of the West for the most part. I wouldn't mess with TCU and Gonzaga. Both teams are awesome. Love TCU. He's got a tough matchup with Gonzaga. Like I think those teams are going to win. You know, like I don't know. I'm I'm not that interested in that. Like Iowa State, Xavier, Penn State, Texas as much. You know, so it's like. You kind of choose your spots. Choose your spots when you want to ride the money line of teams. 
Yeah, and, I, and on the right thing. side of this bracket, the Midwest and the West is where where you're going to see a lot of things kind of stay true. And I think on the right. left side here to South and especially the East, the East is your mayhem bracket this year. Yeah, East and uh, South, those two, yes, for sure. You know, yeah, those for sure. Those are kind of the top two. So, you know, also the other thing, and this I you know I know people know this, but just just to bang it home, if the spread is like minus, like Utah State, Missouri, right? You know. And Missouri's the favorite. I think Utah State right now is the dog, or vice versa, whatever. And yeah. if you want to take the dog in that game, don't take the points. Right? Yeah, don't take the money. Just take the money line. Just take the money line. Right. Take the money line. I would take the money line almost up to three, three and a half. You know, maybe four. I start thinking about the points, but right, right. If it's one and a half, what are you doing in a basketball game, man? That's yeah, less yeah. than. The, that's less than what it costs you to make a bucket. You know what I'm saying? It's one and a half point. is less than the possible amount of points you can score every time you shoot. You can't take that. It's like the NFL when the game's like one and a half, two and a half. Like just yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Right. Right. Hundred percent in on that, man. So yeah, yeah, and you you know like pick a few dogs you want to kind of look. You, you pick seven or eight, and then hope they're ten. You know, and hope that you get five of them. Right. Yeah. You win five, go five and five, and then keep pushing on that money line. You know. Yep. Uh, come tournament time, I'm very big on playing uh, a bunch of parlays at like three teams. I'll do a bunch of three team parlays and then I'll do two big ones at like maybe 10 and maybe eight teams for like two bucks. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, bang, if you hit those, it's beautiful. If you don't, you lose, whatever. But I'll I'll stay around three or four teams and play like several parlays at three or four teams. Yeah. And, and also like on some of those like big parlays, like the three or four one, you know, three or four team parlays, like just make a money line parlays. Just money yeah. line parlay that thing. You know, like, you know, th- that's you just pick some winners. And, and then, yeah. you know, I, I was fi- I was finding some success the last few weeks of just doing like little two team money line parlays, and like in the 130, 125, 135, 145 range. Like now tonight, I lost. I, I had Texas AM Corpus Christi at, at like minus 145. And then I had Mississippi State at minus 125, 135. Mississippi State lost by a point. But that was paid out almost two to one, right? So you just do yeah. those, you, you'll be fine, you know, like, and then take some big swings, but like two at a time, you know, pick pick your, your shots there a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, everybody, take heed, take the advice. And the best thing about these podcasts, man, you can rewind. If it was going too fast for you, man, go yeah. back in there and write some of that stuff down, all right? <laughs> For sure. well, listen, brother. Good luck, you know, and let's, you know, as always, let's, let's win some money. Yeah, let's go get some money. The guy's handed it out in football season. He's handing it out to you in the tournament here again, man. Take some of this stuff and run with it. Andy, thanks for being here, dropping some of this stuff on us, man, because gambling is tough for a lot of people, brother. It's hard, man. Well, well uh, you know, Sweet 16 is just a week away, so. We'll yep, we'll it sure back. is, man. Well, oh, hey, as always, thanks for being here, brother. Thank you for doing the show. We'll see you next time. See you, brother. All right, man. I'm just going to hit end on this recording, but you can stay on, I think.